Hello, 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 and welcome to Almost 30. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. It's Lindsay Simsick and Krista Williams. We are BFFs and we are business partners. And we started Almost 30, if you're new, when we were going through this transition from our 20s to our 30s and shit was just hitting the fan. We were kind of just thought we should know more about life, about what we should do, about our purpose, about we relationships. Were we were dumb. <laughs> um, and just met each other at this intersection and we're inspired to just have conversations about it and about things that might help us and others just feel less alone. Yeah. And now we're a community with humans all over the world. We have our membership, which is where we put all of our love. We have bonus episodes that we record. So we go deep on topics that we talk about on the show. We have workshops. We have community live hangs. We have vision board making. We have membership downloadables. We have an SMS text line. It is incredible. Yeah. You guys are the best. Um, But yeah, we also do solo episodes. So today's one of those solo episodes, but you can go back into our library. We have over 500 episodes. And if you see Krista's name or my name on one of the episodes, it usually means we sat down solo to go deeper on a topic that was on our heart and experience, a teaching, a learning. And this is just a way for us to yeah, really bring you kind of what we have processed and what we find to be super helpful, especially in this time in our lives. How are you feeling now that sacredness of being single, your program is over? How am I feeling? I, you know, this program has been one of the most powerful experiences I've ever had because this season of my life was the most powerful season. And so then to bring my learnings into teachings in this program and have very, very vulnerable conversations with Uh, women from all over the world who find themselves in this season. It's just taught me so much about um, prioritizing ourselves and how that just really enhances every other experience and relationship in our lives. And to have seven weeks with this group um, and to have this be a priority in their lives was very powerful. It was was like a portal. and everyone had a different experience. You know, it wasn't like we all had one goal by the end and we achieved it. To find it was a, like, a boyfriend. To find a boyfriend. Or a girlfriend. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, Obviously not the goal. <laughs> but you know, for some people, they really do want to find their partner. Of course. And so it's like, that is, that's real and not something we say like, no, you cannot bring that in here. It's a very real part of, you know, being a human being is wanting partnership. But... Um, I find that kind of breaking down the stories and um, a lot of their beliefs around relationship or around how they are in relationship just reveals like truly who they are, which then they start to attract a totally different experience in dating. So yeah, it's powerful. I loved it. And the girls were just, you know, the sweetest of all time. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah, I do feel like being alone you know, on purpose, like with intention is kind of like, lately it's been like addicting for me. I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. oh, this is nice. <laughs> and I'm not usually someone that enjoys spending time alone. I, I love being around people. Yes. I'm a people girl, but I've been loving being home lately. Yeah. At the end of the day, I love cleaning my apartment. Oh, there's nothing but. I mean, even when 
I was still living in LA and after we would have like a day of working and then everyone would leave, I'd be like, huh. Like it's just like an interesting feeling when there's been so much activity in a space in a day. Yes. And then they go and you're like, hello. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Hello world. I just never thought I'd be someone that enjoyed cleaning or organizing or putting stuff away or just like- It's your Virgo rising. It's my Virgo rising. It's my true nature. I was always kind of, I've always been kind of like a dirt ball, but- I've been really loving it, just being home, kind of spending time alone. So I'm so glad that the program went well and all the graduates, congratulations. Mm-hmm. Um, someone actually, speaking of being single, signed up for Match.com with my email. Oh, fun. So I've been getting Match.com emails. Uh huh. This person's name is Stella. They're like, Stella, you have 40 matches in your area. Oh, damn. It's wild out there. <laughs> I have to be honest. It is wild out there. Yeah. I'm, I actually just keep it on. I'm like, oh, this is like, match, keeps me married. Match.com is a whole vibe, I would think. I think they've like rebranded. I think so too. And they're 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 out to be kind of the new- Like hip thing? Hip, hinge, whatever. All, I don't know. Yeah, yeah I don't know. So no shade even to dating literally I just zero. was like, wow, this is, but it's just funny that I haven't unsubscribed or like told them that that's not my email yeah. and this isn't Stella. I'm just kind of like letting it happen. She's sitting there being like, I have no matches. Oh yeah, probably so true. Or she's using my identity. <laughs> Either. <laughs> Either. Or I'm currently on match.com as someone named Stella. Oh, so shoot. keep me posted. Oh shoot. Yeah. I know life edit is happening right now, mm-hmm. but I feel like it's the perfect season for life edit. And like what you were saying, just cleaning clearing space. I think it's so important, especially when like life happens, when Mm. there's something that you might be going through relationally or just in your career, but to have kind of this awareness around, hmm, I've taken the time to either clear my space or clear my digital Mm -hmm. aspects of my life. Like just having that as like foundational pieces so that you can move through anything I feel like is so important. So the Life Edit is a program that I'm doing right now. It's been incredible. It was inspired by an episode I did a few years prior. And this was in 2020, I believe, where I did this like full rebrand and revamp of my life. I wanted to really find tactical, strategic, mindful, practical ways to bring the life I was visualizing into my everyday. Mm -hmm. And I found that there was such a disconnect between doing the internal mind work and your actual life. So I made this program to help give people ways that they can embody their future life today through all of the beautiful things we do in the life edit, like organizing your closet, like getting rid of clothes that no longer serve you, like a digital life edit, which I also did an episode on in March. But yeah, it's been powerful. I forget about the energetics of things and stuff. Mm -hmm. And even, you know, there was a period in time with my relationship where, you know, we were going through something and there was the week before I had gone and cleaned out every single thing underneath our bed. So from a feng shui perspective, underneath the bed should be clean. There shouldn't be anything any like toys or underwear or random things underneath your bed because it's sort of like 
the clutter represents like the mind almost. And so it's kind of like hiding things or pushing things away or sort of ignoring things. And I remember I cleaned out everything underneath the bed and then everything had seemed to come up in our relationship. Mm -hmm. It was very, very weird. So there is like a powerful energetic to these things. And you could even think about your money corner from a feng feng shui perspective or your relationship corner. Um, But I've loved doing this in community because we can do the tactical things on our own through the life edit, whether it's with the downloadables or the printouts or the audio that I share or the visualizations, but then to come together in community on the calls and really talk about what these things have brought up for us has been fascinating. I think the finance one is sometimes the hardest for people because there's a financial life edit that we often need to do that we often put off for as long as we can. Maybe our parents weren't people that talked to us about finances Mm -hmm. or financial health. So being able to really be honest with us about our financial story or our money story or our debt or the way in which we approach money is really powerful. So that session was probably you know, one that I was like, oh, this is really eye-opening for myself and for others. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, and I'm curious because I'm thinking about myself. I'm like, oh, there's probably one of those that really leads when it comes to, if one is really out of whack, it affects everything. And I think the money one is such a powerful one. If your money is disorganized, if you don't have an awareness of what's going in and out, if, you know, everything is just chaotic, I feel like I I feel that in every aspect of my life. Whereas elsewhere, I feel like, yes, if my space is messy, I'm like a little bit on edge. But I feel like with the money thing, it's much deeper. Yeah. It's interesting because that is true. And then also the truth for someone else could be the mental health one. Totally. You know, in the life edit, we do mental, like your mental space, your mental health. And that could be for Mm -hmm. them sort of like the linchpin for everything. Yes. There's another section called relationships, your friendships, your intimate relationship. That for me feels like the most foundational. Like Mm -hmm. if my relationships, because the way that I am are out of whack, I am completely out of whack. So it's all different for all people. And it's been so much fun. If you want to dig into more um, and you weren't able to join the program, you can listen to um, the Life Edit episode that I did. You can just search Life Edit Almost 30 and then you can search Digital Life Edit, Digital Life Edit Almost 30 and listen to those two episodes where I went in and dug deeper. So good. Today's episode is a solo uh, that I did. And actually, Krista recommended that I do this solo. (laughs) Because you hold the pose. (laughs) I just had the idea because you often, you know, we'll be out or we'll be partying at the clubs. And um, when do we go out? We'll be out, we'll be partying, we'll be at dinners with celebrities, we'll be, you know, in people's mansions and doing all this stuff, hanging out with TikTokers. And no, we'll be places in conversation or whatever. And you'll be like talking about this way of being Mm. and this way of being where you're. From my perspective, it's like just being able to be so present and embodied and almost like waiting out the storm or like waiting out whatever situation and holding the pose. And we've talked a lot about that together. And I think you give that advice quite a bit because oftentimes we can get so caught up in our emotional response to things. Yes, exactly. You know, we can be so emotional and just so reactive. And it's like, how can we hold the pose more in life to really just like figure out the actual truth of the situation Mm -hmm. and not just like the reaction? Exactly, yeah. And then the last about, I would say year and a half, I've really had some pretty profound like, 
I guess, milestones in that sense where I've really been tested around, are you going to um, really peel out uh, into the melodrama of what's happening in your mind and what's happening in front of you? Um, Or are you going to, one, stand by you and not abandon yourself? Are you going to be able to regulate, you know, both physically and emotionally And are you going to not feel like you need to rush? You know, I think that's such a big part of holding the pose um, is not feeling like you need to take action in the moment or that you need to uh, justify anything in the moment. And that's been such a big practice for me. And what I found is that like, what I'm tempted to get caught up in passes much quicker than I think. And so my ability to hold and let so much of it pass leaves me with more of the truth than if I were to have followed it in the moment. So this this feels very like, you know, flowery language, but in this episode, I'm going to give you just tactical ways in which you can hold your pose, whether it's in a hard conversation whether it's in a um, more of a physical reaction to an experience, um, how you can hold your pose as you are working through something that takes a little bit longer, especially in relationship, whether it's romantic relationship, working on your relationship with your family and how you can tend to those aspects of self and also keep that connection with the other person to really get what you desire you know, and I think holding the pose is so much about that where it's like, what do you really desire? You know, not just this kind of quick fix and reactivity, but it's like, what do you really, really desire? Um, so yeah, this is something that I think, yeah, I do I do tell people a lot to hold the pose. And then I, I, I realize that um, I think what I'm doing in so many moments is, yeah, like yogic in a lot yes. of ways. And I think in the past, and even sometimes now, I'll just, I'll kind of shame myself for not taking action or not um, knowing what I want to do in the moment. But what I've realized about myself is that practice of holding the pose allows me to come to my own truth of what needs to happen next and not what someone else thinks I should do or what is expected of me. And so um, it's actually really enhanced my relationship with myself, my trust in myself and my relationship with time too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's so much that embodiment and that Mm self-confidence, you know, for me, it's holding the pose is best when I'm not leaving my body Mm -hmm. in Mm -hmm. a hard conversation, whether it's at work, giving feedback, receiving feedback, whether it's with my partner, whether it's with you, whether Mm -hmm. it's with friends, my tendency is to leave my body. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know, at those times, my tendency is to leave my body. So how can I like hold and trust that I have my back, that I can handle any situation and how can I just be in the experience and often not get caught up in the labels or the stories or anything else around it and really just be present for what's happening. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. I really relate to leaving my body. And I think, and I talk about a few embodiment practices that really help me to like remember (laughs) 
<laughs> that I'm in a body, that I'm okay, that I'm here, that I'm present. Um, and I only recently in the last few years really experienced like the leaving of the body. And yeah. I, I didn't really know, I guess, what it was before that. But um, I also think it's a powerful way that we protect ourselves, you yes. know? So it's always there's always a message and a purpose underneath it that we can kind of sit with and and see if there's anything more for us to um, glean from that. But um, yes. yeah, just on, on the body piece, just mm-hmm. for anyone that might not exactly know what we're talking about. So for me, what leaving the body feels like is when I'm in a situation that turns out to be stressful or anxiety-inducing or unexpected, and maybe I'm having a hard conversation that I didn't expect, or maybe my emotions are getting the best of me, and it feels like my vision gets kind of blurry, and I don't really know where I am or what what's going on. I'm not feeling like I'm my best self. I will leave that situation and often hours later, mm-hmm. I will be like, I wish I said this. Mm-hmm. I wish I would have done this, or I wish I would have been able to do this. And it's really not having the clarity of truth in that moment to be who I am and say how I feel and process what's happening in the moment as the moment is happening. Mm -hmm. I'm able to process it hours and hours later, over days, over weeks, over months, but I'm not able to be in my body in that moment to process and respond as I would want to. Yes. It can be super frustrating. It's like sometimes like I shake, I like just have these like physical reactions and I'm like, stop, stop. (laughs) Like, I don't want to do, I don't want to, you know, have that feeling. Um, And so instead of like really beating yourself up and shaming yourself in in these moments where you do kind of want to, you know, take a hike and leave your body, like how do we remain here? And um, there's some self-soothing techniques and just questions you can ask yourself very simply to just remind yourself of what's true. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about this one on holding the pose. I think you all are going to love it. If you want to increase your confidence, if you want to increase your self-trust, if you want to abandon yourself less, if you want to be your highest self in every moment, this is the episode for you. Thank you all so much for listening. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. You can subscribe to Almost 30 and get every single episode straight into your inbox every single week. Make sure to check out almost30.com. You can learn more about our show, about Krista and I, and about other things that we do outside of the podcast, like courses and programs. We support podcasters in creating uh, the podcast of their dreams and so much more. Yeah, we love you guys so much. Almost 30 Podcast on Instagram. Almost 30 Podcast on TikTok. TikTok, baby. Your moms are on TikTok. And then you can find Lindsay on Instagram at Lindsay Simsick. And then I'm on Instagram at It's Krista. All right, y'all. We'll see you on the other side. See you soon. I just got my automated shipment of house of wise CBD. So I have these stress drops automated. I also have these sex gummies automated. Yep. Little thing about me. I have sex gummies coming to my house once a month. (laughs) Y'all know, uh, I feel like this has been buzzing around the almost 30 community. How amazing the house of wise products are. I know a lot of you are curious about CBD, Uh, and are kind of confused when a lot of CBD products don't do what they say they're going to do. But this is the first brand that we have found that really work and so much so that we decided to invest in this brand. 
Um, the sex gummies, let's talk about these. So I take these about hmm, 30 minutes before I want to get down or just get in that mood, you know, whether I'm with my partner or by myself. And they are made of 200 milligrams of horny goatweed extract. They have maca root in there, ashwagandha, and then that full spectrum hemp derived CBD in every single gummy. It is potent. It is yummy. Okay. Yummy, yummy, yummy. Um, and each box contains these like really fat, juicy gummies. Okay. You're going to love them and they're potent. They work within 30 minutes. Those stress drops I mentioned, I really love. I put these under my tongue mm, probably mid-afternoon on average. And this just gets me in my body. I start to calm down a little bit more from the stress of the day. They're made of L-theanine that promotes calm and then the full spectrum hemp derived CBD. Okay. I love this brand. They're all about supporting women, optimize their sex, their stress, their sleep, and their strength. So you can go to houseofwise.co and learn more. We absolutely adore Amanda. We had an interview with her, so you can listen to that. And we're super proud to partner with a brand that supports an organization like The Last Prisoner Project. So this is a nonprofit dedicated to cannabis criminal justice reform. Uh, So I'm really excited for you to try House of Wise. You can go to houseofwise.co and you're going to use our code almost 30. Okay. Don't forget because you get a mega discount. I'm so, so excited. Please let me know what you try and how you like it. You can use the code almost 30 when you go to houseofwise.co. Okay. Houseofwise.co. Hello, welcome to another solo episode. It's Lindsay Simsek. Oh man, I'm so grateful you are here wherever you are, whether you're in your car, you're on a walk, maybe you're making dinner, perhaps you are about to go to bed or you're just waking up in the morning, getting ready. I'm grateful that you're listening to me. And I'm excited to dig into today's reflection, today's guide of sorts on holding your center no matter what. And this is a concept that I think I first became aware of and attuned to through our friend Jazz. You can follow her on Instagram at Jazz of Moon, J-A-S of Moon. And she talked about this in our conversation with her on our podcast, but this idea of holding the pose. And I just found that phrase to be so powerful. Like I felt it on a cellular level, how powerful that phrase was and how powerful that practice is. So I use it a lot in conversation with friends. You know, if I'm reflecting back to them or giving them advice, I feel like so often the advice or part of it is, hold your pose. And, you know, whether it's through chaos, it is through transition, it is through, you know, the unknown, the darkness. It's just such a powerful way to describe an embodiment, a knowing, a feeling, a soul space. So today I want to talk about holding your center I want to talk about what it feels like to be in your center, what it feels like to be off of your center. I want to talk about taking a little life survey to make sure that you are 
from a lifestyle perspective, living in a way that sets you up to keep you on your center. I want to talk about action versus activity as it relates to staying on your center. And I want to talk about ways in which we can cultivate this connection to our center. How does that sound? Sweet. I'm glad you're with me. All right. So get your notebooks out or just get in a really receptive space and let land what is meant to land and let go what is just not for you. So I sat down and I was like, center. Okay. Let me just kind of riff on what it feels like and what it means to be in my center. And so this is what I wrote down. Center is where my innate truth lives. Center is where there is peace and clarity. Center is the seat of the witness where, you know, my thoughts aren't at battle with each other. Center is here and now. Center is at ease. Center is to be happy as I am. And we can kind of feel into our own description and embodiment of being in our center. Can you in this moment bring to your mind's eye or bring into just your body that feeling of being in your center? Maybe it's a memory. Maybe it's something you do every day where you're like, yeah, I feel really confident. I feel really peaceful. I feel very in my body. I feel like I feel unwavering. Um, Let's bring that experience into our awareness right now. If you want to close your eyes, perhaps, if you can safely, just bringing that feeling into the body and knowing that even just conjuring the memory of feeling centered ah, brings that feeling into the body, which is so, so powerful. And it's that memory in the cells, the memory in your heart and your soul. And now we're trying to bring in the mind like, hey, you know what this feels like. And so we bring it in. And I want you to start to notice, does your centered feeling have a texture? Does it have a shape? Does it have an image? We'll bring in this idea of giving your centeredness an image a little bit later on, but just in this moment, I want you to see if if there's anything that comes through. Is it a color? Is there a vibrancy, a glow? beautiful. Now, and perhaps this is a bit more at the front of your awareness, which is what does being off-center feel like? What does being off-center feel like for me? Hmm. Ooh, it feels like I'm incredibly dysregulated. My body can shake. I uh, feel as though the thoughts in my mind are like ping pong balls in a room where they just don't stop bouncing off the walls. I feel um, 
like short of breath in a way where I can't take a deep breath. I feel scattered. I feel like I cannot hold or focus, hold attention or focus on something. I feel frustrated. I feel antsy. I feel like I have a shorter fuse. I feel like I am very outside of myself, reaching, grabby. Uh, There's a desperate energy to being off of my center. There is uh, a tendency to compare myself. So we just kind of notice our own unique expression of being off of our center and what most often this feels like, what it might look like in our actions, maybe in our words. I tend to like not be able to express myself. And so we just take note of both when we are on our center and when we are not. And without judgment, we just notice, we take note. It would be helpful for you to write these down. And just really drink in the contrast between these two. And it's bringing this to our awareness where we can identify more quickly when we are off of our center. And it's the awareness that is so powerful. The awareness is the first step. It's the catalyst. It's the catalyst to taking the next right step for you back towards your center. So... Don't waste time by beating yourself up or judging yourself. Just the awareness is a step in the right direction. Okay. I want to talk about this concept of action versus activity, which I was reading about this concept in Tantra by Osho. I'm not sure if y'all have read it, but it's really a profound text. So Tantra by Osho. And I just want to read some excerpts from the book, on action versus activity. And then we're going to pull it together with this idea of being on or off of your center. Activity is when the situation doesn't matter. It is not a response. You are so restless within that the situation is just an excuse to be active. Action. Hmm. When action comes out of a silent mind, it is the most beautiful thing in the world. When activity comes out of a restless mind, it is the ugliest. Action is when it has relevance. Activity is irrelevant. So let's pause for a moment and start to bring in this idea of centeredness and not centeredness. So oftentimes when I am feeling off of my center, I find myself trying to busy or really numb this feeling of feeling out of control. And what do I do? I tend to clean or organize as a way to avoid feeling the feeling. I will find things that are wrong, find things that are irritating. I will literally seek them out as a way to kind of distract from what is internally kind of nudging me and bugging me and wanting me to tend to it. So I kind of blame the external rather than tend to the internal. I'm going to continue reading from Tantra. Action is moment to moment. Activity is loaded with the past. This is 
interesting to bring in centeredness. Action is moment to moment. So when you are in your center, I believe that you can live more effectively and more peacefully moment to moment. It is that seat of the witness. So you're able to observe, you're able to take it in. You're not thinking about the past or too far in the future. You are here and now. Activity, Osho says, is loaded with the past. So have you ever been so consumed by something that you've done, said, or something that someone else has done or said in the past that it has pulled you off of what you know is true, that has pulled you off of that center of knowing what is true, that center of trusting and believing that everything is happening for a reason, that there is a purpose in every interaction, every experience. So let's just be mindful and perhaps write down right now the most consuming thoughts as of late that are from the past. So write these down quickly. Perhaps it is what you said at the end of a relationship or how someone treated you at work last week. Let's write down these thoughts. And I'll continue reading from Tantra. So speaking on activity, it is not a response to the present moment. Rather, it is pouring your restlessness which you have been carrying from the past into the present. Action is creative. Activity is very, very destructive. It destroys you. It destroys others. Ah, Action is creative. Hmm. Try to see the delicate distinction. For example, if you are hungry, then you eat. This is action. But if you are not hungry, you don't feel any hunger at all and still gone eating. This is activity. This eating is like a violence. You destroy food, you crush your teeth, your food with your teeth, then you destroy the food. It gives you a little release of your inner restlessness. You were eating not because of hunger. You were simply eating because of an inner need. How does that land? Action is creative. Activity is very, very destructive. Through activity, it's my understanding in learning about these concepts that you leave your center. And so can we now reflect on what activities we use to numb, to distract, to bring the past into the present that pulls us off of our center? I think one for me as of late, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate, is social media. Just feeling that pull to my phone. It's a freaking just activity. That dirty scroll. Just the mindlessness, the numbing, the you know, hearing my 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 higher self feeling like, what are you doing here? And me being like, I'm just I'm just ripping here. (laughs) Leave me alone. (laughs) That is activity pulling me away from my center because all of a sudden I have all of the thoughts and emotions and ideas and images and perceptions of lifestyle and belief that really aren't my own being flashed in front of my eyes and just, you know, tossed into the basket of my mind. And I'm like, are these mine or are these not? Should I be doing this 
more of this, less of that. And it's just so distracting and destructive. Certainly pulls me off of my center. So let's be mindful of action versus activity. The activity pulls us off of our center and it is a symptom of really being so focused on the past, on giving into that restlessness. So again, from Tantra, The Supreme Understanding by Osho, I wanted to read another passage. And this passage speaks to just the fact that the divine has given all that can be given to us. There is really no searching or seeking that needs to be done as far as trying to obtain something to complete us, to reach a higher level of consciousness. So Osho says, that's how you are missing. By going out, you are missing. By seeking, you are missing. By searching, you are missing. By trying to get it, you are missing. Nothing is needed on your part. The divine has given all that can be given to you. You're not sent as a beggar in the world. You are sent as emperors. Just have a look inside. And some moments just don't go anywhere desireless, not thinking of the future, not thinking of the past, just remaining here and now. And suddenly it is there. It has always been there. And you start laughing. Sometimes in cultivating our center, we really need to get clear and specific on the tactical tools that work for us that help us to cultivate our center in different areas of our life. So what do I mean by that? That's really that's really high level, vague. Let's bring it down to earth. Let me give you an example. So when I say, hey, are you overwhelmed about finances, about your credit? Or if I say, hey, how's your credit score? Do you get overwhelmed? Do you get freaked out? Do you uh, get a little ugh in the tummy? you're not alone. And uh, I was talking to a friend the other day who founded this incredible company. It's actually a credit card. It's called Jupiter Card. And this card is specifically made for people who are wanting to build their financial wellness. Okay. So this is a tool that is helping people come back to that centered place around their finances. So I'm giving you this example. It's top of mind. I just met with my friend the other day and I was like, oh my God, this is what I'm talking about in this solo episode. It is cultivating those tactical tools. I I will talk about the woo-woo. I will talk about the energetic. I will talk about the lifestyle. But let's bring in some very specific, probably like a little bit unsexy tools that will help us to feel centered in these very important areas of our life like finance. So for example, this card wants to help you build those really strong financial habits and rewards you for doing so. It kind of gamifies and helps you to meet goals that are set specifically for you. So for example, you can earn points by meeting goals related to your financial habits. They will give you a checklist of best practices that help you take control of your financial decisions. And as you earn points, you'll earn better cash back rewards, interest rates, and credit limits. So they're basically giving you the keys to unlock better credit terms over time. So you're learning. You're learning how to build 
better habits with this tool. And so, you know, related to finding your center, what are the tools that help you to build really good habits over time? And basically these habits help you find a center. And so this center of your financial wellness is one that I want you all to experience. I really, really do. I think it's so incredibly important. We're humans here on earth. You know, we got to kind of have to play the game a little bit. We got to be a part of this <laughs> financial financial existence at times. So I want us to support ourselves in finding the center, finding the confidence. I wanted to like plug his card as well because I think it's just so, so incredible. If this specific example piqued your interest, if you're interested in Jupiter card, he gave me the green light to give you information and they're actually um, in the process of building the product and they're accepting people to a really limited wait list. So if you're like, ooh, this is me. I want to build my credit. I want to build better financial habits. I want to trust my credit card. I really want to have that right relationship. People on the wait list will get the first priority to the card once it's released. And again, the founder is a great friend of mine. Listeners who sign up now through the unique link, myjupitercard.com slash Lindsay. Yes, I got a unique link. <laughs> I was like, hey, they're going to want to know. They're going to want to sign up. Give me a unique link. Myjupitercard.com slash Lindsay. They will be giving away to those that sign up from almost 30. They'll be giving away five $100 Amazon gift cards to you out there who sign up for the Jupiter card waitlist in the next week. So you're listening to this, just go real quick, myjupitercard.com slash Lindsay, and you'll get on the waitlist for Jupiter card and you'll be in the running uh, to get a $100 Amazon gift card. How nice. So all that to say, let us cultivate our toolboxes here. Cultivate our toolboxes of these tactics tools like this credit card that helps you bring yourself back to that financial wellness, that financial centeredness. Okay. What about, is there a meditation app that you could plug into every evening before you go to bed? That is a tool that you can open up, that you can rely on, that is a constant that really in essence enhances this habit of wanting to be mindful and meditating, and you could have accountability within the app, whatever helps to bring you back to your center in a tactical way, I want you to build that toolbox. The toolbox might change over time, okay? It might evolve. You might get sick of one. You might just evolve through one. So for yourself, take time to get those tactics tools. Okay. Tactical tools. One of the tactical tools I love to bring me back to center is my voice notes app, my voice memo app on my phone. You might have a a voice memo type app on your phone. And this, okay. I use this in a multitude of ways to really create a great habit to bring me back to my center in a very specific way. Um, As you know, I love singing. 
I am writing, I am singing, I am making music. And so I use this voice memo app to catch the melodies, the lyrics, the tunes that just kind of come through me at random. And it could be while I'm walking down the street, could be when I'm in the shower. Um, It could be really anywhere. And so I catch it in this app. And what this does is this helps me to feel centered in my expression where I know it's going somewhere. I don't have to furiously write it down or get it all out. I can just catch it and then I can come back to it. And this creates a habit of uh, not only expression, of singing, of you know making music, but also trusting myself to allow it to come through in a very unpolished, unfinished form. But having that tool to catch it really keeps me at my center, keeps me in that knowing that it's all coming through me, maybe at different points, but that it is going to piece together to become something really beautiful. So again, cultivating those tools. I cannot stress this enough. It's kind of unsexy, but having those tools helps you to build the habits. It's the structure to help you build the habits to really keep you as centered as possible. One practice that really brings me into this, 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 this feeling of, oh my gosh, there you are. Oh, you've always been there. Where have I been? You've always been there. I am, I'm here now. I'm back. I'm with you. Meaning me and my center, me and, you know, insert what feels true to you, your soul. Breath work has really helped me. And my promise to myself lately is to not just do breath work when I'm desperate to come back to my center. I I really have been committed to making it a practice weekly. It's not something I do every day because it's quite intense, but on a weekly basis, using the power of breath to really dissolve parts of the ego that are pulling me away from my center, dissolve you know tension in my body that could be pulling me away from my center. And Tantra... Tantra offers you enlightenment right here and now. No time, no postponement. Tantra says if you rest, just resting will help because by your restlessness, you're creating the smoke all around and you're in such a hurry, you cannot listen. If somebody says rest, you will say, there's no time to rest. I have to achieve a goal and the goal is very far away. And if I rest, I will miss. Tantra says you are missing because you are running. Tantra says you are missing because you are in such a hurry. Mm. How many of you feel knocked off your center because you are running around like a chicken with its head cut off, trying to get everything done, trying to achieve, trying to hit your career goal before you have a baby? How many of you are trying to uh, achieve what you want to do before you turn 30? How many of us are mindlessly running around and searching and trying to achieve and do, do, do because of our anxiousness, our restlessness with where we are now? No wonder we feel off of our center because our center is here and now and is the peace in the here and now. It doesn't mean everything's perfect in the here and now. But the center recognizes the the connectedness, which in turn is the peace in the here and now. 
Let's take a deep breath, just kind of letting it land. And let it go. (sighs) Yeah. So I want to talk about cultivating this relationship with your center so that no matter what, you can stick to your center. You can really um, have an awareness where it is if you've wandered a little bit so you can come right back. So let me let me break it down for you, okay? I mentioned it a little bit earlier, but in that mini visualization before, I asked if you could give a visual representation to your center. And what I would love for you to do the next time you are in meditation or just in a quiet state, a still state, is bring in this awareness of your center. And I want you to see the beautiful visual representation that reveals itself. Eyes closed, inner world lit up. See what visual representation reveals itself. Is it the trunk of a tree? Is it a beautiful golden rod of light? It could be anything, but see what reveals itself to you. What does it look like? What does it feel like? Does it have layers, textures, colors? Is, it, is there a temperature, a vibrancy? And I really want you to get to know and get really curious with the specificity of this place. So there's this like concrete aspect to your center that we as humans can kind of use to come back to. It's like on a map where you're like, oh yeah, I have to go back to that blue tree. Yep, I know what it looks like. I know what it smells like. I, I, you know, I know how tall it is. I know how wide it is. You know, I don't know what it feels like. So yeah, I, I passed it on the way here. Let me just go back. So I want you to have a visual representation of your center so that in these moments where you feel a little bit off, you might close your eyes and bring this visual to your mind's eye. Or you might just like bring it into your body and begin to really feel into the sensory experience of your center rather than the sensory experience of the chaos around you. Number two, second tip is to create a centering tone. As y'all know, I love singing, music. My fascination and obsession with the voice is so real and I've had such a journey with my own voice. But I will do this practice just about every day. I choose to do it in the shower. So I take, (laughs) don't yell at me. I take two showers usually in a day to start my day and end my day. They're very brief, just like little rinses of the aura and the physical body. But I will incorporate a centering tone. And this tone you can find in your own way, but this is what I recommend placing your lower your hand on your lower belly i want you to expand the lower belly and then letting out a sound that feels like it's vibrating that root chakra so i had to find it a little bit so it started out a little tight 
little high and then it dropped. Huh. And it felt, you know, the 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 texture and the feeling of this tone is, it feels like earth. It feels grounded. It feels soft. It feels full. It feels like it's like a warm hug. <laughs> Sometimes I will give it a shape. So I will uh, shape the sound like a So I'll like round my lips. Sometimes it'll be mm, it'll be ah, oh, ooh, ta, ta. I want you to play with it. Okay. So um, again, you'll know. Trust me, trust me, trust me. You will know and trust yourself more importantly. So when I say, ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of clenching, I'm thinking too much, and then it drops down, that is a feeling that I have. Can't really describe it any other way, but it's a knowing and a feeling around my tone. So as you do this more, you will get to know your true tone. And you can also bring in a mantra along with this tone. So sometimes I will say, I am here. I am here. Sometimes I will give it like more of a musical tone, like, I am here, I am here. And it's it's just kind of creating this, this current of remembrance, this current of coming back to the center. You know, like when the when the waves come in, they ebb and flow and it's kind of bringing it back. Okay, we're bringing us back into shore, bringing us back into our center. So use that tone to clear, to come back to your center, to have a remembrance of, ah, this is where I am. This is where I feel most at peace, where I feel that knowing and use that tone as kind of the thread to pull to come back. You can incorporate mantra as well on that tone or in a more musical sense. so excited. I just got my safe sleeve laptop case and it also serves as a workstation. And what we love and have loved for so long about safe sleeve products is how they are protecting us, uh, protecting us from radiation, (laughs) from RF and ELF radiation. And these are lab-tested products. Very few anti-radiation brands offer lab-tested protection. Theirs is publicly available on their website. So check it out. It's hard to avoid. There's lots of radiation going on from our devices these days. So Safe Sleeve is doing their very best using science, using testing to make sure that their products are protecting us. And I just love them so much. They have cell phone cases. They have laptop cases. They have blankets. Um, You can bring this on a plane to protect your body and just that energetic body too from all of the radiation. I'm sure you feel uh, a little funky when you're somewhere like a plane. There's so much. There's the radiation. There's the Wi-Fi. There's this. There's that. 
And so this has really made a difference when traveling. Um, again, I just got the safe sleeve laptop case. It's beautiful. I use it on my lap. So I'll be watching TV, doing work on my computer, and I don't want my computer directly on my lap near the lower extremities of my body. So I put this on my lap and it protects me. Okay. It's like a little mini workstation. I love it so much. So check out their products. They've got a bunch of them. I know you're going to love. Go to safesleevecases.com and use the code almost 30 for 10% off. Safesleevecases.com. Use the code almost 30 for 10% off. Did you know that the drugs we take to manage period cramps were invented in the 1950s and exclusively tested on men? (laughs) What? It's literally outrageous that there hasn't been more innovation when it comes to periods. Daloon is changing that with dietitian formulated solutions that relieve our symptoms while actually supporting cycle health. Because our cycles affect every aspect of our wellness, period pain, mood, sleep, skin, metabolism, energy, and more. I, I don't know about you, but you know, some some months I'm like, oh my gosh, like everything has to stop, but it really can't because I'm experiencing you know, really bad cramps or headaches, fatigue, bloating, you name it. I've really tried a lot of things. And while I think I've gotten most of my symptoms under control, it doesn't mean they still don't happen and kind of disrupt my flow. So I was really excited to find Daloon and recommend it to a lot of my friends and they have been absolutely loving it. I was talking to a friend the other day that experienced like really, really bad periods, cramps and just all these symptoms. And she was so happy uh, to try Daloon. She's noticed that her symptoms have subsided. They don't last as long. They're not as intense and she can really just be in her life, which is really nice. So Deloon Nutritional Solutions are dietitian formulated to work with your cycle health, not against it. It'll help you all month long while also relieving your cramps and PMS during your period. Deloon creates effective drug-free supplements for period cramps, PMS, and optimal cycle health. So you can get the relief you need naturally, which I'm all about, and start feeling like your best self. So if you want high-potency, fast-acting supplements for your period cramps, PMS, and really getting your cycle health in its prime top condition, like 92% of their customers report that relief, try Deloon. Leave bad periods behind and start the new year off with 23% off. Go to cyclehealth.com slash almost 30 and use the code almost 30 to get 23% off plus free shipping. If Deloon isn't the right match for you, your money back is guaranteed. That's cyclehealth.com slash almost 30 and use the code almost 30 to get 23% off plus free shipping. Number three, you just got to be real with yourself sometimes and just like give it to yourself straight. So oftentimes I will, when my thoughts are pulling me off of my center, when I just have kind of like crazy thoughts of untruths and, you know, other people's feelings and perceptions and judgments, and I'm taking them on as my own and the thoughts are swirling and it's getting kind of crazy and chaotic and I will just snap (laughs) myself out of it. Literally, I'll just be like, no, And I will say something like, it is none of your business. 
these thoughts that are coming in and going by and passing through. They're none of your business. Stop. They're none of your business. Nope. <laughs> I got this from Osho too. He's like, this is none of your business. These thoughts that come, come and go. So I will literally snap, break the energy. Hey, these are none of your business. Walk back to your center. <laughs> so you just kind of have to have like a real like pep talk moment of like, uh-uh, no more. Remember what's true. Walk back. Number four, I want you to do a little audit of your lifestyle. I want to make sure that you are feeling the best that you can feel because oftentimes the physical body, how we treat it, how we nourish it, how we move it can pull us off of our center or make us susceptible to being pulled off of our center very, very easily. So let's make sure all that is in check. So let's go through a little checklist that I have. How's your breathing? Are you breathe like actually breathing, taking deep breaths? I'm not saying do breath work every day. Once a week, I highly recommend a deeper breath work practice. But are you taking deep belly breaths, exhaling fully and completely? And obviously, this is not every moment of every day, but we got to make sure that we are not holding our breath in moments of stress and anxiousness and chaos. We have to make sure that we are breathing, moving the life force through our body. So when you feel stress, immediately focus on breathing slowly and deeply. This releases that negative energy, those looping thoughts. When we hold our breath out of fear, we trap that toxicity. Check your water intake. Are you drinking enough water? I am someone that has a hard time with this, so it's always a practice for me. Are you drinking enough water? Listen, I don't know if it's like eight glasses a day. I'm not sure. I think it's very unique for everyone. I want to make sure that you're getting good quality water, proper filtration, but also not filtering out the proper minerals that your body needs, but just make sure that you are getting enough water. So this is like really cleansing impurities. And also I mentioned earlier, the shower cleansing showers, baths. Let's use it as a way not only to clean our bodies, but just to kind of clean our auras, releasing the toxicity, both emotionally and physically. I want you to check how much sugar you're intaking. I know when I eat a lot of sugar, it's insanity. It's like, I just don't feel like myself. I am completely pulled off of my center or I'm more susceptible. You know, my blood sugar levels are all wackadoodle and that can be super distracting. So just be very, very, very mindful of that. That can really set you up for exhaustion, overwhelm, susceptible to just, you know, anything that wants to pull your attention, really lure your restlessness into an activity that pulls you off of your center. How's your protein intake? Protein, whether it's plant protein or animal protein, stabilizes the nervous system. My friend Manuela Welton, when I was going through a bout of vertigo, suggested that I have animal protein, a certain type. And this was an incredibly grounding force for me. So I highly recommend just checking how much protein you're getting. Again, this is dependent on your body, your weight, your lifestyle, and all of that. But I just try to, you know, notice that throughout my day. For me, I do eat animal protein. I'm very mindful to, you know, know where it's sourced. And I also just bless it with intention and gratitude. 
but I just find that my body and my nervous system really, really loves it. Check your vegetable intake, y'all. Plants, plants are life. Plants are life. There's also that fiber intake. It's satiating. And, you know, I find that I am less likely to mindlessly snack. And when I mindlessly snack, I can get into kind of like a little, a little spiral. And then I'm more susceptible to be pulled off of my center. I also check my healthy fats. I want healthy fats. So like avocado, avocado oil. I do cook with ghee, olive oil, coconut oil, different nuts, omega-3s, eggs, flaxseed. Really, really important. You want to avoid obviously trans fats found in hydrogenated oils and packaged foods that will, you know, just make you ill, clog your arteries. But healthy fats. I find too that it really helps with my cognitive function. There's science behind that. I am not a scientist, but you can look that up. Lots of science behind that. Also watch your caffeine intake. We all know it. We all know it. I love a coffee. I have one coffee every day. It's a big coffee, but I have one. (laughs) And I have a bulletproof coffee. So it's mixed with MCT and ghee. And this is kind of like a slow release of the caffeine and... um, I just really, really like it. I don't get jittery or anything like that. But, you know, it it, it can definitely send you into this energetic mode of searching, needing to get done, do, do, do outside of yourself, outside of that center. And so, you know, if you think about caffeine, the way it makes you feel, doesn't make you feel centered. It might make you feel energetic, but I don't know if it makes us feel centered. So just check in. I think, you know, this is on an individual basis. Just check in. Am I drinking too, too, taking in too much caffeine? Beautiful. Okay, that was my last one as far as lifestyle goes. I also want to add just some social aspects. So perhaps you have people in your life that tend to bring you off of your center. They judge you, they question you. And listen, we are all responsible for our own experience and navigation of this. I think it's always a lesson in that sense to perhaps... um, speak up and say how we feel, what we need, what we desire, what we are available for, what we are not available for. And I think just an audit of your relationships can really help you to navigate at least this beginning of getting to know your center. So if you know certain people take you out of your center or really prevent you from finding your center, maybe it's just a little break. (laughs) while you get a stronger sense of your center. I want you to be mindful of chaos that can live around you that might feel like normal or home. So I live in Brooklyn, New York. It's it's quite quiet here for the most part. But there are days when there's this construction site kind of catty corner to our building and there's just a lot of noise. And I notice like that it really can get to me. And so I'll put on like noise canceling headphones and just know to kind of protect my peace during those days because I know that that like lots of noise can pull me off of my center. Sean loves to listen to loud music on the weekend sometimes when we're cleaning or we're doing our thing. And while I have 
you know, gotten used to it in a way because I know he really loves that. I do sometimes have to take a walk during that time because if I'm in a certain state, I know that it might pull me off of my center. So this is really about advocating for yourself, understanding very specifically and neutrally what pulls you off of your center, what supports you to stay right with your center. I would have a little notebook, a centering notebook to take these notes, take this down as you get to know. So let's review a little bit Ah, our center. This is where your innate truth lives. It is where there is peace and clarity is the seat of, of the witness, like the seat of the soul, like Gary Zukav talks about. You this is a place where your thoughts are not in battle with each other. They come and go. You kind of just mind your own biz. Center is here and now. Center is at ease. Center is, is really to be happy where you are. And just take a survey this week. What is pulling you from your center? Is it people? Is it your parents? Is it hard conversations? Is it stress at work? Is it comparison? Is it social media? Is it lack of rest or vibrant foods? Is it caffeine? Is it loud sounds and environments? Is it chaos around you? Is it the news? Let's just notice this week. Just notice, write down, and is this awareness that is the catalyst? Let's take note of action versus activity this week. Remember, activity is when the situation doesn't matter. It is not a response. It's that restlessness within restlessness within. Action is moment to moment. Action when out of a silent mind, it's like the most beautiful thing. Action is when it has relevance, activity is irrelevant. So just notice, 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 notice. This week, let's give a visual representation to your center. Let's give it a tone, perhaps a mantra to bring you back to your center. Let's bring in some realness, directness with yourself where it's like, hey, none of your business what those thoughts are doing. You stay here. This is your center. Let's do a little lifestyle check. Let's check. Are we breathing? Are we getting enough water? Are we eating too much sugar? Are we eating enough protein? Are we eating enough vegetables? Are we getting enough healthy fats? Are we watching our caffeine intake? And finally, I forgot to mention this one, earthing. Earthing, baby. Ah, Earthing is a way of connecting to the earth to ground yourself. Mm, Earth has so much medicine for us. So if you can get your bare feet on the earth, maybe even just bare feet on the grass in your yard. And if you don't have access, I am in a high rise building, y'all. So it really takes effort for me to get out in nature, get my feet on the ground. But if it is hard for you, then an earthing visualization will do the trick. Find music that really brings you outside. Find music that makes just feels like the resonance of the earth and visualize yourself earthing feet on the ground. Touching earth lets you take your healing in through your feet and your entire body. I read that in the Empath Survival Guide. So you can check that book out. Empath Survival Guide by Judith Orloff. Beautiful. And just remember, last but not least, if you leave your center, you can come back in an instant. It takes practice. It's a choice. It doesn't have to be a long, arduous road. 
you can come back right away. Thank you all for listening. As always, I want to hear from you. I want to hear what does your center feel like, look like, smell like? Ah, what is it? I want to hear your tones. Maybe send me a little voice note over DM. Let me hear your tone, your mantra. Let me know how this lands. I love you so, so much. Hold your center and you can do this no matter what. No matter what, you were given everything you need to do this no matter what. This is a remembering. See you on the next one. Thank you so much. Again, if you want to hear more solo episodes from Lindsay, you can type Lindsay Almost 30. There's going to be so many things that come up. But one of my favorites is your anxiety audit that you just did. thank you. Yeah, I love that one, actually. And Krista has so many solos, ones that will be books one day. (laughs) (laughs) Truly not. If I learn to read, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) So check those out as well. Thank you all for listening. Again, we are almost30.com. More information lives there. Thank you to our sponsors for this episode. You can find all discount information in our show notes as well as on almost30.com. We'll see you on the next one. We love you. Bye. Love you.